Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best-loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding goss. Many of you will know today's guest, Blana Tracy, from bringing us all of the best in entertainment and style on RT Today, as well as bringing the top charts across our airways on 2FM. But more recently, Blonnet has launched a top charting podcast, Untold with Blonnet Tracy, where she delves into some important topics such as adoption, being transgender in Ireland, to name but a few. But today, I'm delighted to have her join us to talk about her beautiful wedding to Charlie Moon just over a year ago. Blonnet, you're so welcome. Oh, thank you very much. We got married. It's mad, isn't it? Time flies. It does. And I saw you you recently po- uh, posted up. I think you were you're, you're just over a year married, and you're celebrating that. And I just I remember when you got married and all the hype and all the pictures everywhere. So it's it's surreal to think a whole year has gone by. It is. And what a difference a year makes. Oh, my goodness. Who knew nine months later that there would be a pandemic? So I feel so lucky that we managed to kind of slip through the cracks. I know. What would you have done if you were faced with it? What do you think you guys would have done? We probably would have cancelled the party. I think we would have done the registry office and then maybe just re rethought the, the big party. Because, well, we actually did get married in a registry office anyway. I loved the registry office day. It was so intimate and it was just really sweet and it was just us and, and our parents. And then we sort of, uh, we went into Dublin. Oh, we got married in Dublin City. And then we went uh, for dinner and then we kind of did like a little mini pub crawl. It was really Oh, I cute. love that. It was really nice. Then we finished up in our local uh, Walsh's in Stony Batter, uh, which was really nice. And there was, um, there was a jam session. Remember when there used to be live music in pub? What's that? Remember those times? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we went into Walsh's and on Monday, we got married on a Monday. We had our wedding party then, the big wedding on the Friday. So they have live, they used to have live music in there on a Monday and they were all playing music. Then when we ro- arrived in, they're like, oh my God, did you just get married? And we were like, yeah. So the whole pub were singing songs for us and stuff. So it was great. I love that because yeah. I, I remember seeing the pictures of your of your registration day and you had this beautiful white jumpsuit. Yeah. Where did you get that. that? So I kind of, I did a lot of shopping online for the wedding. I kind of, I don't like waiting around. I don't like having to make appointments. I hate all that sort of crack. Anyway, I just was on Instagram and I found, um, it's called BHLDN. I know it very well. So it's kind of like, for anyone who doesn't know, it's sort of like an American Avoca, if that makes sense. And they have their own sort of bridal section. And um, yeah, I just found the jumpsuit and I thought that was that it was gorgeous. So I ordered it and it actually was too big. So then I ordered a smaller, a smaller one. And that was perfect. It was was great. Gorgeous on you. Oh, thank you. It's a little bit different. And I hope that I'll get to wear it again. It's kind of it is quite bridal looking, but maybe you could accessorize it differently, you know, for summer or, you know, something like a family occasion that isn't quite wedding-y. That's it, exactly. And I, yeah, I've literally, I've only worn it that once. So I would like, I would like to get wear out of it again, but I, I'll hold on to it because, you know, you know yourself, if when you're, you, you start rooting through your, your own mother's wardrobe or oh, whatever stop. kind of thing. So I, I, I definitely want to keep those things. Well, look, I, I think, I think you've pretty much summed my take on your wedding insofar as that it was 
you know, just even how you bought your jumpsuit, it was just no fuss, no messing about, just, you know, straight to the point. I lo- when I look back at your wedding pictures, it ju- there's just a feeling of such natural authenticity. It's really zen. It looks like a really fun, relaxed day. Can you talk us through your actual celebratory wedding day? Yeah, so the wedding day was on the 14th of June, 2019, and we got married in Kapoor Estate, which is in the Wicklow Mountains up in Blessington. And we're, Charlie and I are both from Wicklow, so we kind of like the idea of it being in Wicklow, even though it was sort of the other end of Wicklow. We're from Bray and Kilcool. But, um, and it's in the middle of the mountains, and there wasn't a huge amount of phone signal, and uh, it was just now. Unfortunately, it lashed rain. <laughs> we were supposed to do the ceremony outside in this beautiful field with this gorgeous backdrop of the Wicklow Mountains and stuff. But hey, you can't plan. You can't like in Ireland. Time. No, definitely so, not. Yeah. So last minute. Well, not last minute. You could tell by the weather forecast that it was going to be raining. And um, so the wedding coordinator up there, Sinead, she's so lovely. She's brilliant to work with. She kind of said, "Look, we're kind of have to call it now. We're obviously not going to do it outside. So let's. We, we they have a kind of plan B, which is a small marquee that they can do up and have it as a ceremony room. And it actually worked out so nice. Like it wasn't that small. I mean, it fit 120 people in it um but it was it was just really intimate and gorgeous and my that we wanted the day to be really relaxed no boss I didn't want to know like I'm not kind of throwing shade on other people if they do you know they you can get people have like their the sweet cart the photo and all those things I personally don't really bother with those things if I'm at a wedding and those things are are there I don't really use them so I kind of thought what, what's the point like we you know we have a photographer who's going to take loads of beautiful photos and that's fine you know yeah and um, we wanted the main kind of thing to be the music at our wedding so we had um my brothers were performing the ceremony music which is beautiful and so yes yeah, so when I walked in to the marquee um it was just raining so all you could hear was the rain kind of on oh, the wow. roof marquee it was actually lovely it was yeah. really romantic you know that that sound when it's raining. It's really just I don't know. It just makes everything feel a little bit closer. And um, yeah, so it was gorgeous. So we we at the ceremony we didn't want to have it like really long either. So we included our friends and our family in the ceremony, and uh, it was beautiful and it was really romantic. And then we we finished off. Um, my brothers finished off playing some more music, and then we walked into there's sort of like a little old man pub. Yeah, attached to that um, in that venue so we got a trad band in oh, I love so straight, this. After, straight after the ceremony we had a load of trad which was just to kind of get everyone giddy and excited and kind of get a few drinks into them and get themselves ready then for the evening um, and yeah it was just I think I get, obviously like you want to be totally relaxed and chilled and you do your best to do all that but there's always going to be little things that are going to trip you up or you might feel like, oh God, that's the, that we're supposed to do it outside. But you sort of, that's kind of advice that I would, I would kind of give any couples who are getting married. Like stuff is going to go wrong yeah. and you have to just accept it because at the end of the day, like no one else really notices no. all those little things. That's so it. They actually don't. Yeah. People just want drink, food and music. So like yeah. if you have those three things sort of covered, like you're golden. And also the people that you're inviting to your wedding, like they're your, your nearest and dearest and they, they're, everyone's rooting for you. You know, even if you're, you know, I, I kicked off the speeches and it was actually so nice because you can be, I well, obviously I kind of speak in front of people as part of my job. So I wasn't that, I wasn't nervous, but I knew like my dad was nervous and yeah. Charlie was 
a little bit nervous and stuff. So I was happy to sort of get the ball rolling. But it's so lovely when you need to stand up in front of a room full of people who you love. And all they're doing is throwing love back at oh, you. Oh, I so know. Like, a rare occurrence. It's like a license. Nobody can throw any shade at you for the day. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was lovely. And there, yeah, there, of course, there were little moments where I was like, oh, God, that's not happening. And then you have to just go, ah, whatever, actually, it's grand. Yeah. And I always <laughs> feel with the wedding day, by the, t- by the time the day actually comes around, everything, all the little details, they don't matter anymore. Like nothing actually matters. Everything's going to be OK because you've got to the day. You, it's everything else is out of your control. You just have to roll with it. You literally you just have to roll with it. And somebody gave us some great advice. Um, and he just said, make sure that you both keep checking in with each other throughout the day because you could go an hour or even two hours without even seeing each other because you're kind of buzzing around yeah. to everybody in the room. So that was a really good piece of advice because we did kind of keep sort of clocking eyes with each other and kind of holding hands and saying, okay, how are you getting on? Okay, I great, know, because you, know, sort of, you do on a day, you spend so much time you know, making sure everybody else is okay, that you don't actually get to see each other. And then you wake up the next morning and you're like, were we even there together? Yeah, totally. So we made sure we kind of, you know, we took the advice that everyone gave us and we made sure, like we had such a good time. We partied into the wee hours. Jesus, I think we danced for, the DJ played for something like five hours. Was it Charlie's parents? They performed as well at your wedding. Yeah, so wow. Charlie's mom, mother um, sang our first dance. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, Betty Carter, This Is Always, it was the song. And then um, Charlie used to be in a kind of a rock band years and years ago. And friends of ours got married maybe a year before us. And they were having a real sort of low-key wedding. And he said, here, lads, will we get back together? Oh, and, I like, love this. play 10 or 12, like, pop tunes and it'll be a bit of crack um and honestly it was brilliant like that at their wedding we everyone just everyone was up waiting ready to start dancing and that's that's quite rare at weddings mm. it usually takes people a, you know um, maybe a half an hour before they get up and start dancing but at uh, our friend Harry Neefa's wedding we, everyone was standing ready to rock and the lads did such a great job so me and Charlie are like we have to do that for our wedding and um, so, yeah, so Charlie and the lads, they performed like, you know, they were performing really cheesy tracks, you know, like Angels by Robbie Williams. Oh, my and God. We kind of we kept the, the playlist sort of a secret. So every song was a surprise to everybody. So it was class. And oh, then that's Charlie, brilliant. Um, yeah. And then Charlie sang me a song. Yeah. So, so then when he finished up, then we were able to like rock and rock out and party together because the DJ was ready to go then as well. So it all just kind of worked out a lovely really balance. Nicely. Yes. Yeah, we'd all, we'd, we'd, oh, and then throughout the dinner, we had a jazz trio, which was beautiful. Oh, so lovely. that was gorgeous. So we got to handle a little bit of everything. I think, I think what's great is, and I know you, you spoke about this earlier on insofar as you didn't want to do the candy cart. You didn't want to do that side of things because that's not for you. But what you did was you put the emphasis on what's most important to you guys as a couple. And music seems to be the, the absolute epitome of everything that you guys do and stand for. So that was the biggest emphasis of your wedding day. So it's, it's really good that you embraced that and brought out that personality between all of you as well and everybody got their stake in your wedding as well with the family they all felt so included I could imagine yeah and I had all of my nieces and nephews were my flower girls and page boys I have 10 of them so oh, wow. yeah I had five bridesmaids as well so I just kept going I just kept asking people oh look <laughs> do you know when, when you've come this far exactly and just in terms of did you have any in, in the planning and the lead up were there any big stress pieces for you what was the most stressful part I okay so the most stressful part actually one of the most stressful parts was the um 
accommodation because you have to well just the venue that we chose there's loads of holiday homes yeah and then you allocate the rooms to people so that was kind of stressful because you're like there were homes okay so obviously it wasn't like hotel rooms so you had to make sure that people were in home in a, in a house with like their mates and that kind exactly, of thing exactly so yes it wasn't that stressful it just takes a little bit of it's juggling. just coordination of course of course now it's that time of the podcast for Cool Finds. Cool Finds, Cool Finds, Cool Finds. I've got another cool find for you. These are called seeded wedding invitations from the paper shop, also known as On Shuppa Pop Hair. These invitations can be planted. What? Yeah. So basically, when you send out your wedding invite, your guests can go ahead and plant them. There are wildflower seeds embedded in the paper and you can get a beautiful remembrance of your wedding little floral motif in your back garden. Oh, wow. So all your guests can go and plant them after. And are they summer flowers? Like are they dead then when the winter comes? I mean, well, that's they're a bit wild, wildflowers. So oh, wild. I, I'm presuming that, well, it wouldn't be all, all weather. I'm not an expert in that field. But what I do know is I'll give you the, will I give you the science? Give me the science part, please. Okay. So the paper is made from the bark of the Daphne bush. Oh, we're getting very hipster right? here, are we? And the plant is not injured in the harvesting process as the bush regenerates naturally. Oh, God. Is that cool or what? I mean, it's cool. I mean, I feel green. I know. I just think that's such a lovely idea. It actually is. In fairness, the slagging apart, I mean, because it does sound very Earth Mother, like, you know, I'm saving the world. But why not? But I just think quirky and cute. But like, Ruth, you could be getting 10 invites to a wedding a year and they all just sit in the fridge because, God forbid, you lost the details. But wouldn't you just feel a little bit better about yourself knowing that you planted it back? You threw it out the back garden, covered it in muck and then the next couple of months you got the flowers coming up out of it. Yeah. I think it's a gorgeous idea. It's really original. It's original. And it's a cool find. Yeah. Bring it on then. Bring it on. Bring and it that, on Earth Mom. That is from On Shuppa Pop Hair. Just, if you were able to go back and do it all again today, would you change anything? Um, I wouldn't change anything. Maybe the only thing I might, might have done was gone out a little bit more all out with the flowers a little bit more. Okay. I mean, like, so I loved my flowers and I loved, and I loved all the girls' flowers and all that kind of stuff, but maybe I would have done a little bit more flowers inside the venue. Okay. But, but at the same time, like the flowers were lovely um, and they were supplied by the venue, which was great because it was kind of one last thing I had to think about. But actually, in, in hindsight, I was like, oh, do you know what? Maybe it would have been nicer to have more flowers. But like, but like, Jesus, who cares? You I know, know I know. Um, and was there anything else? Maybe, no, I don't think there's anything I really would have changed. Like, you know, the wedding day, it's it's so full on and... You kind of have to keep reminding yourself to like stay present and stay in the moment, exactly. which we did. And so I remember the entire day. And like, I remember having nightmares before the wedding where I got too drunk and I didn't remember anything. So <laughs> I was just trying to make sure that that didn't happen. But I, I feel like it's almost impossible for you to get drunk at your wedding because you're just yeah. running on like adrenaline and you're getting pa- handed champagne all night. And I, know. I don't know, keep setting it down somewhere. But no, we remember we remembered the entire night and it was brilliant. Loved every second of it. I know. I always wish I could go back as a guest at my own wedding. 
Because oh, yeah. Just, just like, just fly on the wall, just enjoy it, have the crack that the, the, the guests had. But look, that's not going to happen. But um, so look, the, the big day, beautiful, absolutely stunning. It was like, for me, when I look at it, it's just perfection. Everything was just so sim- simple, so natural. It just looked absolutely beautiful. And I love your dress. I loved everything about it. And I think even just the matchup with the venue was perfect. Everything, just the simplicity of it all just came together so nicely. But look, we know that that's one day in part of a big, big journey. So we move on to marriage. And yeah. look, you, you, yourself and Charlie have been together an, an awful long time. You've grown up yeah. together. You've lived together. You are married just over a year. What do you feel are maybe not just married life, given that you're together so long, but just relationship in general? What do you feel are those big hurdles, you know, to stay, mm-hmm. you know, to stay focused and stay close and in communication yeah. with each other? Yeah, well, I think you've said it there. Communication is the most important thing. Like Charlie and I first met when we were 18 and 19, like we were kids. Um, And then we were together for for a few years, but we did break up then for two years. And then we got back together when we were like 24. Yeah. And... um, the thing you you have people change throughout the years. Like your your priorities change, your outlook on life changes. You go through things in life. People pass away. You go through traumas, and mm-hmm. you yourself internally you change. And I think the most important thing is that if you are that you are adaptable and that you change with that person as well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that you, there is give and take, and. I mean, you could be with somebody who deals with, who could be dealing with the loss of a parent and like that's, or that's a really difficult thing, but you need to be there for them yeah. and not ju- you can't just be there for the good times. You need to be able to stand by their side during the really hard times as well. And that's actually, for me, the sign of like a really strong relationship yeah. is that. And accept that there will that. be hard times. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are just oblivious that, you know, when it hits them between the eyes then when a, yeah. when a hard time approaches, you have to be open mm-hmm. and accepting that there will be. Yeah, there will. There will be hard times. And, you know, over the last few years, lots of kind of, there's been lots of ups and downs. There are in everybody's lives. You go yes. through. So I think we grew through um, lots of stuff and, you know, tragedies and sad things happening. And we were so there for each other. And, that was kind of that's a that's the, the kind of true sign of a, a healthy relationship. Charlie and I kill each other as as most couples of do course. as well, but we also make each other laugh a lot. And I think that if you can laugh with someone, that is just golden. Like I can't imagine being with someone and not laughing. I know. Like, <laughs> I just <laughs> think that's so important. It's so important yeah. that you're able to have the crack and be able to laugh at each other and draw that out of each other as well. So. You know, it, yeah. it, it's such a relief, particularly when you're stressed and you go through these really stressful situations, as you say, in, in, in married life and in, in general relationship. And just have someone who can lighten the mood and bring you back yeah. into the happy zone is is priceless. It really is. And just for them to even understand that you're going through something right now and just to be there for you. I mean... And if, if if you're okay in that department, then every department, everything else is going to be fine. You know, exactly. like the, the happiness is just easy. But it's it's those it's those hurdles that you got to overcome together. And we, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It kind of feels like when we first got married, it was actually kind of weird because I was like, oh my god, we're like husband and wife now. But I still I still feel like that twenty four year old. You know, I know, I know. Got together, so in my head, I'm like, Jesus, we're actually kids. This is gas, but we're not. Like, we're I know. So, I keep forgetting uh, that too. 
Yeah, but I think it's nice, obviously, to hold on to that kind of that youthfulness. But um, yeah, I think the first year is kind of weird. And I will actually say that it feels kind of strange, like yeah. the, the whole getting used to calling each other your husband and wife. And there will be a, there'll be a little wobbly moment here or there when you're like, oh, my God, like, Jesus, we're like legally bound. This I know. Is serious. And you do have little moments like that. And no one tells you about those little moments, but they do happen. And it's OK. At the same time, you remember, hang on, everything's cool. Like, I'm in love with this person and it's all grand. And this is what we signed up for. But, like, signing up for something and then the reality of it is slightly different. And you're like, whoa, here we are. We're in the middle of it now. Like, you know, so it's important to know that, yeah, it's okay if you feel a little bit weird. At the beginning, you're like, Jesus Christ, I'm married now. This is is a big deal. Because it is a big deal. It is a big deal. And what was it about marriage that was so important for the two of you? Because you're together a long time and you know there's a lot of couples that just, they've no interest in getting married at all. What was it that it represented for you guys? Um, It was taking kind of the next step um, and just committing our lives to each other and saying all right this is it like you're the one that I want to be with forever and it's just that kind of extra um commitment yeah making it to each other and locking it in what's that locking you down oh yeah locking it in that's (laughs) it exactly I mean we already sort of knew that we were each other's people but there's just something so special and it's just it's I would just highly recommend it it is so only if it's the right person of course of course it's just so nice when you actually, like you say those words to each other at, at the altar and you're you literally, you're signing the piece of paper and like, this is it. Like, we're officially a family now. Like, we are... We're, we're our next of kin. You are yeah, now my next exactly. of kin. I'm, not, yeah. I'm no longer putting my mum down if there's an accident. I'm yeah. putting you down. Like, that's, yeah, just, that's a big shift. <laughs> it is a big shift. And it just, it just feels a little bit more grown up. And yes. I think that, that that's important. And because Charlie and I met when we were so young and we've had lots of chapters in our relationship and this just felt like, yeah, we're ready for the next chapter to, to commit ourselves to each other totally and utterly and also in front of all of our friends and celebrate our relationship with everyone with loads of tunes and dance that's our it. socks off. You and know? everybody that helped you get there. Yeah, that's you know. true, actually. Yeah, because all of our friends have been there. And that was even uh, in my speech. I said, you know, all of our friends who are here, they've been here for all of the ups and downs. They've been here for every part of our relationship, you know, when we broke up and I was crying my eyes out or we were fighting or, you know, they, they know yeah. everything about our relationship. I know. And, and so for them to kind of watch us grow and mature and reach this point is so lovely as well. And they were all so happy and thrilled to be so a part of the day because they're so a part of our lives. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's a, the day isn't just about you. It's about your, your life and the people that you spend your life with. Yeah. And you're all coming together and celebrating and it's, it's great crack. Well, that's it. And I suppose on the final note, what parting advice would you give other couples now as they start off on their wedding planning journey and enter into the life of the wonderful marriage? Yeah, well, you know... It's it's funny because when you when you start when you start planning the wedding, it can get stressful, and there can be a case of too many cooks. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone has an opinion. Everyone has an opinion. So stick to your own guns. If you're if you you know because you know your friends, your family, and all lots of people will say, oh, why don't you do this and why don't you do that, and that's so great and really helpful. But you do also have to be able to say, do you know what, we're going to do this, and that's kind of the decision made. Don't. Yeah allow other people to have an impact and like 
make and make decisions for you. It's your big day. Do it exactly the way that you want to do it. If you don't want to wear a white dress, don't wear a white dress. If you don't want to have a DJ, don't have a DJ. You know, like do it exactly the way that you want to do it. And um, and yeah, it's you know, make decisions quickly. Like, don't hang around too long. At the end of the day, it's like, look, listen, book the venue, and then you can start working from there, and then you can, it'll all be done. Like, I I am very organized, and I do like planning to a point, but then it gets to a point where you're like, okay, this is like, you don't want your entire day, months, weeks, to be like tied up with this wedding. I know. Because then when the wedding's done, <laughs> what are you going to do? What have you got what left? You about? I exactly. know. So, don't get too caught up in the stress or the seriousness of it because at the end of the day, it's one day and it's a massive party. And if you just think of it like that, everything will be kind of easy enough. Stuff's going to go wrong, but you just got to go with the flow. That is stellar advice, Blondie. You couldn't have put it in any way better. And I think everybody will take a little piece of of um, of that away with them as they plan. Blonda, thank you so much for joining us. It was wow. just so lovely to hear about all the behind the scenes and, and how everything went. We're delighted that you were able to take the time out to share everything with us. Thanks so much. Aww. Not at all. Thank you. It's lovely to chat to you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Real Weddings with Zara. Thanks to producer Ruth Devaney, voiceover extraordinaire Phil Colley, and Pink Champagne Wedding Band for our Cool Finds jingle. Join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life. Until then, you can find me at Irish Wedding Blog on social media channels.